Greetings from our garden here at St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning into this podcast and a very happy Easter to you all. Do please leave a comment or a like. It's always good to hear from you. And if you'd like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text. And now may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. very warm welcome to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this Easter day as we celebrate the joy of the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Wherever you are in the world and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him, through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Amen. 
almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament lesson is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 43, beginning at the first verse. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Saviour. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Saba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honourable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee, and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east, and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, Give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far, and my daughters from the ends of the earth, even every one that is called by my name. For I have created him for my glory, I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes, and the deaf that have ears. Let all nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, It is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he, before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Saviour. I have declared, and have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament lesson is written in the Gospel according to John, chapter 20, beginning at the 19th verse. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he shewed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so sent I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know how the experience of Lent was for you this year, but for me, it was so overshadowed by the horrific events that have continued to unfold in Ukraine that the season of Lent this time round really did feel unusually Lenten. Lent is always a time when we're invited to step aside from the unnecessary distractions and superficial consolations of human life to remind ourselves of the things that truly matter, to face as honestly as we can bear the darkness within the human heart, to recognise our need of God's love and forgiveness, and to reflect on the truth about who and what we are as individuals. And to have as a backdrop to all of that the constant reminders in every single news bulletin since the 24th of February of the horrors of which human beings are capable of inflicting upon one another has, as I say, made Lent feel unusually Lenten. In the Christian calendar, Lent leads us inexorably to Holy Week, to the death and desolation of Calvary, but we then emerge out of that bleak darkness into the glorious and dazzling light of the new dawn and the new joy of the resurrection. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Death could not hold him. Alleluia. The world is a different kind of place, and we are different kinds of people, having made that journey through death to life. Which is all very well until the next bleak and harrowing news bulletin comes along, reminding us that there are parts of the world that are still at the foot of the cross, which inevitably poses for all of us the question, what possible message of true and lasting hope can Easter bring to a world still racked with such suffering? One of my all-time favourite poets is Elizabeth Jennings, who died in the year 2001. Jennings was a devout Roman Catholic who suffered from periods of severe mental illness, so she was herself no stranger to the darker realities of human life. I love her work, and I'm invariably moved by her poetry because she writes with such immense honesty, integrity, wisdom, and insight. And the other day, my eye was caught by a section of a poem she wrote, entitled, appropriately enough for us today, An Easter Sequence. Remarkably, this poem was first published 30 years ago in 1992. You will perhaps see why the opening lines of this part of the sequence stopped me in my tracks when she wrote this. Doubt has been so near all through this Lent and also disbelief. There has been war and its cold partner, death. There has been argument. War is close always now we move so fast and few are innocent. 
How very true. But what of the message of Easter amidst such bleakness? The theme that Jennings goes on to explore might well have ended up sounding trite or superficial in the hands of a lesser poet, because she draws upon a perennial theme that can all too easily become hackneyed, aligning the reality of the resurrection hope to the dawning of spring, to the glory and wonder of the creation unfolding around us. But watch how she does it. Not for a moment does she underplay or trivialize or ignore the continuing reality of the darkness. But she reminds us that, as with the signs of spring, Easter is not an instant solution to all of life's problems, but rather hope is to be found in the little resurrections, the risings that are everywhere, the things that bring us hope and the promise of new life and new joy. Our eyes are newly opened to those realities, alongside our continuing need for prayer to the God of peace and healing. This is part six of an Easter sequence by Elizabeth Jennings, which this time I shall read in its entirety. Doubt has been so near all through this Lent, and also disbelief. There has been war and its cold partner, death. There has been argument. War is close always now we move so fast, and few are innocent except our children, and also except nature run riot. Spring arrived so suddenly we were amazed at its impulsive fling. Resurrection is the mood and theme, and trust returns to sing. But death still vexes. Many think it is the absolute cold end. Yet, even atheists feel hope and trust and almost understand creation, order, purpose manifest. Lord of victory, mend the war-rent buildings and the broken minds, the heart which cannot bear more pain until it knows a God brought low and almost to despair. Quicken us, let us blossom and believe. Risings are everywhere. And thanks be to God for that. Alleluia. Amen.
Let us pray. Lord of life, in rising from the dead, you bring a hope that reaches beyond this life. Fill your church with this vibrancy, that it may proclaim anew your salvation. Raise our sights beyond the limits of our expectation. We pray for this community of St. Bride and all who serve here. We pray for the leaders of all your holy churches and especially Alison, our rector, Sarah, our bishop, Justin and Stephen, our archbishops. We pray also today for the Church of Pakistan and for Azad Marshall, moderator and bishop of Raywind. We pray also for the Lutheran Church in Great Britain and for Tor Bergen Jorgensen Bishop. In our own diocese, we pray for the Tower Hamlets Deanery, for Prebendary Jane Hodges, and for the Deanery Synod and its staff. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of life, you love all people equally. Leave no place for the hatreds that divide and oppress. Bind us together as fellow citizens of your kingdom. We continue to pray for peace in Ukraine and in all areas of the world where there is conflict. We pray for the leaders of the nations and ask for your blessing upon them. We pray for our Queen and for our government. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of life, you offer a vision of new heavens and a new earth. Keep from despair all who carry heavy burdens of mind or body. Strengthen and uphold them in all their sufferings. We ask for your blessing on those in our parish community, in this city and around the world, who are in need at this time. Also on any others known to us who are in need. And all who suffer in body, mind or spirit. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of life, your resurrection startled and amazed grief-stricken friends. In your love, raise all who have died. We remember before you all the recently departed and those whose year's mind comes at this time. Rest eternal, grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. Make our song the Alleluia's of heaven. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We commend ourselves and all for whom we have prayed 
to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. The peace of God which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. <laughs>